0: Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. It's the No Name Ever Podcast. It's quarterfinal three. It's Pope Master with
2: Bill
1: Bird. Hello, and welcome to something a little bit different from the No They Never podcast. My name is Dave Roberts, and with no Burnley matches to preview during the summer break, we've teamed up with... Burnley FC club commentator Phil Bird to bring you a summer quiz We'll be posing Burnley FC related quiz questions to 8 quarter finalists who have volunteered to test their Clarets knowledge We're calling our quiz Pope Master with a nod to the BBC's music quiz Pop Master as the questions follow a similar format There are 10 questions with each round worth 3 points apart from rounds 3, 6 and 9 which are worth 6 points each a maximum score of 39 points are available for each contestant. The rules are fairly simple, we'll be recording with all 8 of our quarter-finalists and the top 4 scorers will progress through to the semi-final stage, in our quest to find this summer's pokemaster. If there is a tie, we'll decide the winner on a countback basis, with higher scores in round 10 being compared, then round 9 etc, until we have a winner. And we're going to be hearing from our next two Popemaster contestants today. But before we do, we're once again fortunate to have a very special guest here with us. Our Quizmaster, Phil Bird, doesn't need too much of an introduction to Burnley fans. He's been the voice of Burnley Football Club for the last 20 years, covering matches home and away for Clarets World, Clarets Player and now on Clarets Plus. So welcome, Phil. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Yeah, yeah. You're OK, Dave. This could be my uh, toughest task yet. What do you think so? Yes, you never know. You never know. I hope not. I hope not. No, no. <laughs> Prince be away, six 6.5 might have been that one. But,
1: uh, here we are. Yeah, we, do, we don't, don't want to remember that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but, but to illustrate that the No Name Never podcast is truly international, our first contestant is someone who's not just in another country, but is over 10,000 miles away from Burnley. Uh, and that's Berrien William-Jones, who joins us all the way from Australia. Welcome, Berrien.
3: Uh, Thank you ever so much, guys. Good to speak to you this evening or this morning as it is in Burnley, I suppose.
1: Well, it could be any time when people are listening, so uh, they can take their pick. Um, For the benefit of our listeners, can you tell us exactly where in Australia you are right now and also let our listeners know uh, when and how you came to be a Burnley fan?
3: Okay, so uh, I'm currently living in Brisbane, uh, capital city of Queensland on the eastern seaboard. Uh, It's currently winter here, so check the watch. A high of 22 today and still no clouds in the sky. So there's your answer why I'm living in Brisbane. And uh, why do I support Burnley, having come from Wales? uh, Very simple. Back in the 70s, when you used to buy petrol, uh, they used to give you little tokens or something. And one of them was the top 22 footballers in the UK. uh, And I had a choice of three to look after as a Burnley. As As a Welshman. I could have picked Mike England. It would have seemed wrong to support Spurs. Uh Toshak seemed to be quite a difficult name to say. And there's this kid called Leighton James who came from Swansea, uh, not far from where I was born. He could speak a bit of Welsh. And I looked up Burnley was second in the first division. He seemed to be odds on for a, a lifetime of supporting glory. And I got Burnley instead. So I've been on that roller coaster with all of you for the last 50 years.
1: Uh, it certainly has been a roller coaster, hasn't it? But thankfully we we're on the uh, on the up rather than on the down at the moment, which is good.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So, the one good thing about Australia is every game is streamed live here. So, I probably watch more than I have ever before, but it's always strange. It's midnight or one o'clock in the morning, so your sleep patterns aren't great.
1: Oh, well, hopefully there'll be uh, some really good matches again for you to watch next season. Uh, we've been fortunate. Those who haven't been to the ground have been able to watch the games live um, here as well. So but hopefully we're g- going to get fans back in grounds for next season. That's yeah. what we're all uh, keeping our fingers crossed and, uh, and hoping for. Uh, but before we came on air, uh, we asked Berrien to select a letter from A to H that, from those that are still available uh, to ter- determine at random which set of questions he would be facing. And Berrien chose uh, letter H which was set of questions six. Uh, And basically, after that, all that remains for me to do is to hand you over into the very capable hands of our quiz master, Mr. Phil Bird.
2: Hi, Marion. Welcome to Portmaster quarterfinal, our latest quarterfinal. Hope you're well over in uh, Brisbane. Shall we get underway?
3: Let's get it done, Phil.
2: Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Round one is opening day and relates to Burnley's opening day league games since 2000. The name of the Burnley manager is worth two points and there's an extra point for the correct year. Burnley lost 3-2 to nine-man Crystal Palace on the opening day of this league season. Ducky Freeman got a hat-trick for the visitors. Robbie Blake and Lee Roach scored Burnley's goals. Can you name Burnley's manager and the year?
3: Um... I'll go Turnant only because of Lee Roach. And I reckon maybe 2003.
2: Yes, well done, Berrien. Stan Turnant was the manager, and the year was 2003. Uh, Question two is a numbers round. It's a multiple choice. You need to, uh, if you can get the correct answer, it's worth three points. In qualifying for Europe in 2017-18, How many Premier League away games did Burnley win? Is it A5, B7 or C9? I'll read that again. In qualifying for Europe in 2017-18, how many Premier League away games did Burnley win? Was it A5, B7 or C9?
3: So It's not going to be nine. We know that. 7 seems a bit much even for 2017 I- I'll go 5 because I'm, I'm a sceptic so that's an A5
2: it's 7 actually it's 7 ah. that's our record in the Premier sorry Barry it's 7 <laughs> question 3 is the other clubs round this is the first bonus round 6 points up for grabs rounds 3, 6 and 9 are bonus rounds each correct answer is worth 2 points we're having a look at Matty Vidra as well as Derby, County and Burnley, which other three English league teams has Matty Vidra played for?
3: Uh, Watford would be one. It would. And, and then I'm struggling with the other two. So Watford, Derby, he almost went to Leeds, but that might have just been the back of my mind. Oh, I'm struggling with more than Watford for certain. Yeah, I, I can say Watford, but nobody else, I'm afraid.
2: Yeah, Watford's correct. Uh, he played in the Premier League for West Brom on loan, and he was also at Reading. So Watford, oh, West man. Brom and Reading are the uh, the answers. Round four is the opposition teams round. All we need is the name of the team, which is worth three points. Which team knocked Burnley out of the 2011-12 FA Cup at the third round stage. Which team knocked Burnley out the 2011-12 FA Cup at the third round stage?
3: Well, given our record in Cups, it could be one of any number of teams, <laughs> yeah. couldn't it, really? Um, yeah. uh, I'll say Birmingham, but I have no clue. I, I No, not a, not a clue, really.
2: No, it was uh, it was away at Norwich City. Uh, and they were a Premier League team at the the time and we lost 4-1. Question five is the goal scorers round. This question is multiple choice. For three points, provide the name of the player who has scored the most goals for Burnley from these three options. Which player has scored more goals for Burnley? Chris Eagles, Brian Flynn or Kevin Hurd? Which player scored more goals for Burnley? Chris Eagles, Brian Flynn or Kevin Hurd?
3: It's a great question. Great question. It is a good question. Well Doug, any bonus if I've met Brian Flynn on the uh, on the team bus in Hereford in 1976? But he wasn't a prolific goal scorer, so um, Eagles scored a few, didn't he? I'll, I'll go with Eagles.
2: It's Kevin Hurd, actually. It's Kevin Hurd. Oh. I do remember I had a superb season when we we're in the third tier. Kevin Hurd scored yeah. 30, uh, Flynny 27, and Chris Eagles 26. So it was very tight that uh, Kevin heard the most. Round six is a second bonus round and looks back at some older games. The round's called Vintage Clarets. So a correct answer is worth three points. And there's two correct answers in this one. Other than West Germany, which two other countries did Burnley play in the 1966-67 Intercities Fairs Cup? Other than West Germany... In which two other countries did Burnley play in the 1966-67 Inter-Cities Fairs Cup?
3: OK, I'll go with gut instinct. I reckon it's Italy. Is it Naples? And maybe France with Reims.
2: Italy's correct. Yeah, famous game uh, in Naples. Switzerland was the other, so you get three, three points there. Round seven looks at some recent transfers. And the correct answer is worth three points. From which club did Burnley sign Michael Keitley in 2014? From which club did Burnley sign Michael Keitley in 2014? He had been on loan with the club uh, the season before that. This is a permanent transfer. From which club did Burnley sign Michael Keitley in 2014?
3: So I I remember Keitley playing for Wolves. So without him having gone anywhere else, I'll say Wolves. Um, and just celebrate that goal against Wigan. Yeah, what a goal.
2: Yeah, what a, what a, what a, what day. a great day. It was Stoke City, actually. Oh, move he moved there. Was at Stoke oh, City gosh. when he came to Burnley, initially on loan and then permanently. Round eight is all about players who scored on their Burnley debut or have only ever scored once for the club. Which Burnley player scored on his debut against Millwall at Turfmore in November? 2005, which Burnley player scored on his debut against Millwall in November 2005?
3: Wow, what a question! And they've only scored once. This is the only goal they've scored.
2: Uh, they only uh, scored well, once it's, the either, it's either on their Burnley debut or have only scored once for the club. Oh gosh. Oh. This 2005? is 2005. 2000, uh, I'm re- 2005.
3: I'm going to be honest. Same thing. The month's not going to help very much at all. Uh, <laughs> 2005 is hard enough. Um, oh, was Valois playing then, Jean-Louis Valois? or oh, that would have been after his time. I, I honestly have no idea.
2: Uh, Barry, and it's Nathan Dyer. Nathan Dyer was on ah, loan from Southampton. Southampton. Was what yeah. was a dramatic game against Millwall? I think they had two men sent off in the game Burnley came from behind to win question nine the third and final bonus round it focuses on players who've scored a hat-trick for Burnley it's a two-part question so it's worth three points each Ian Moore only scored one hat-trick for Burnley can you name the team it was against and the season Ian Moore only scored one hat-trick for Burnley but can you name the team it was against and the season
3: I'm struggling. Oh. <sighs> something something in the back of my head says Hell City, but I'm I'm really grasping at straws even with that one.
2: It was it was Canby Island actually, Barry. It was in the FA Cup
3: in the FA Cup. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm going <laughs> to let you have a guess at the year because uh, we've not talked years. So, any oh, idea gosh. what year well, it or season that
3: was? in the first decade point. of this uh, this century. Let's go. Two thousand and seven, something like that.
2: It was brilliant. That two thousand
3: and one two. Gosh, where the With, years gone, Ethan?
2: Cam- yeah, I know, I know. We beat Camry Island at Turf Moor in the FA Cup. Let's let's finish on a on a win. Question ten: Name the year. Once again, it's worth three points if you're spot on, or one point if it's a year either way. In which year did Burnley complete the transfer of Andy Payton? from Huddersfield Town. In which year did Burnley complete the transfer of Andy Payton from Huddersfield Town?
3: Well, it was the same year that they transferred uh, Paul Barnes out, but that won't be, get any marks for me. Um, the same deal, I think, wasn't it? Exactly. He, went to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, went, he went to Huddersfield and never scored yeah. again, really. Um, 2002? It wasn't, no. 1998.
2: 1998. Um, so uh, that, that was back then. Thanks for joining us. It was a bit of a toughie, wasn't it? It was a bit of a toughie.
3: I still feel like probably the you know, the highest score from anybody living in Australia who's on this. Yeah, absolutely.
2: The absolutely. There's, a, there's a prize to win for that. Uh, we're going to bring Dave in. We're going to bring Dave in because he's been keeping a record of the score. Totting
1: up, uh, we've got eight points out of possible 39. Uh, so we'll, uh, again, we're, we're waiting for all... Eight contestants. It's not a knockout for the uh, for the last eight. It's the four highest scoring players, and we're not giving anything away to our contestants in terms of whether they have um, got the the highest scores to get through. So we're going to um, hang on, wait for all eight to be recorded, and then we'll know who goes through to our semi-finals. Uh, but thank you, Berian, for uh, for being on today. And um, hopefully, it wasn't too traumatic an experience for you.
3: I think I'll have to just show a strong jaw, really, and follow Sean's advice and take a game as it comes. Uh,
1: very good attitude to, uh, to have. Um, many thanks to and uh, for trying his hand at Poet Master today. Uh, as I say, we won't find out if that score will be enough for a semi-final place until we've heard from all eight contestants. We do have one more contestant to answer questions for this episode.
0: You have been listening to the Summer Pup Master Quiz brought to you by the Known and Ever podcast. Tune in every week where on a Tuesday you'll hear analysis, debate and discussion on the latest game featuring the mighty Clarets and all things Claret and Bloom. Then tune in again on a Friday night for the preview show where we look ahead to our next opponents. We have Statman Dave's Quiz of the Week and the highly competitive and much-loved Known and Ever Fantasy Premier League. So if you like what you hear, go right ahead to your favourite podcast provider and hit that subscribe button
1: and we now have our second contestant for today uh, today in place and ready so I'd like to welcome uh, Sean Danaher back to the No Nay Never podcast and to Popemaster welcome Sean
4: thank you very much yeah thank you for having me very nice to be here again good to see you all
1: yes you've been on with the uh, preview show previously not too much pressure on that but a little bit more pressure perhaps on the questions Do you think
4: uh yeah absolutely um you know i was thinking about this actually in terms of football general knowledge i think i'm i'd I'd do all right but i don't think my burnley knowledge has ever been has ever been tested so yeah quite intrigued to see how i do myself really
1: tonight well time will tell Uh, for the benefit of our listeners can you tell us whereabouts in the world you are right now and also if you can remember let our listeners know the season you saw your first burnley match
4: um, I'm whereabouts, in the world, I'm in Blackpool at the minute, just just north of Blackpool, up in Thornton Um, And my first Burnley match, I don't know. I've been trying to piece this together. I think my earliest memory is the 1994 playoff final at Wembley. So it must have been that season. I don't think it was any. I don't think I was uh, much older than that. So yeah, it would have been around 93, 94 season. I think when I first started going.
1: A good season to start watching. Yeah,
4: not too bad. But I think at that age, I thought they all ended in a Wembley final. But yeah. <laughs>
1: You've you've learned since then.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The hard way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very much so. And um, before we came on air, uh, we asked Sean to select a letter uh, from A to H of the uh, ones that were left. Because obviously, Sean's our fifth, con- uh, our sixth contestant now. Um, and Sean chose a set of questions D, which relates to set of questions four. Uh, So with further ado, no further ado, I'm going to hand you over to Phil Bird, uh, who's going to uh, be our quiz master and ask you all the questions. So over to you, Phil.
2: Hi, Sean. Uh, Good to speak to you again. Are you well?
4: I'm very well, thank you, Phil. Yeah, good. How are you?
2: Yes, good. Good. We've spoken a few times about football. I, I don't think I'll have given you any clues to the answers tonight. (laughs) <laughs>
4: no Unfortunately um, <laughs> Not pretty much i have been racking my brain If there was anything In retrospect Over the last few weeks That you were subliminally Feeding me But no, I don't think no not No Absolutely not <laughs> All of
2: them would. Of, no course, prize, of course no Of course Of <laughs> course Let's Let's get underway Round let's one Sean Is yes. opening day Relates to Burnley's Opening day league games Since 2000 We want the name Of the Burnley manager It's worth two points And there's an extra point For the correct year Burnley beat Sheffield Wednesday 2-0 on the opening day of the league season with goals from Gareth Taylor and a Paul Cook penalty. But can you name the Burnley manager and the year?
4: Gareth Taylor and Paul Cook. Um, Stan Turnant? He's correct. Yeah, good start. And and the year? Two thousand and
2: six. Three. Oh, you're too too late there. (laughs) You're too too late. No, 2001. 2001-2002 season but you've got two points you're up and away round two numbers round and it's multiple choice if you can guess the correct answer it's worth three points what was Burnley's final league position at the end of the 2011-2012 season was it A. 13th B. 16th or C. 19th give you that again what was Burnley's final league position the end of the 2011-2012 season, was it A, 13th, B, 16th, or C, 19th? 13th. 13th correct, yeah, three points, well done. <laughs> round three, other clubs round. This is the first bonus round. Three, six, and nine are worth double points. Uh, so this is the first bonus round, six points up for grabs. We're looking for three answers. Each correct answer is worth two points in addition to Burnley, which three other English league teams has J. Rodriguez played for? West Brom. Yep.
4: Southampton. Indeed. And... Um... No, it's gone. I can't think. No, no guess. And... West Brom Southampton
2: and oh, he was on the road, so I was no I give up no he's Barnsley He, he went to uh, Barnsley on Long... ah, uh, the so that was the, the trickest one of the three but you've got four points well done round Good. four opposition teams round all we need is the name of the team which is worth three points which team did Burnley beat on the final day of the 2008 2009 season to clinch a place in the playoffs. Uh, that no derby. No, it wasn't derby. No, it was Bristol City at all. Oh, Bristol. Two penalties from Graham Alexander. That rings a bell. That Went through <laughs> to the playoffs. Never mind. Round five. Goal scorers round. It's multiple choice. For three points, just provide the name of the player out of these three who have scored the most goals for Burnley. Which player has scored the most goals for Burnley between Robbie Blake, Billy Hamilton or Andy Cook? Robbie Blake, Billy Hamilton or Andy Cook? Uh, I will go with Billy Hamilton. And you're correct for three points. Well done. 76 goals for Hamilton, 72 for Blake, 61 for Cook. Round six, second bonus round, looks back at some older games. We've called it Vintage Clarets. Again, worth three points. Which two players scored for Burnley when the Clarets beat Manchester City to clinch the league title way back in May 1960? Which two players scored for Burnley when the Clarets beat Manchester City to clinch the league title in May 1960. Bit before your time, Sean. Yeah, a little bit. It would have been exactly in my
4: dad's time as well. And he used to tell me all about that that, that title win. Uh, McElroy? No, it, was, it wasn't Jimmy McElroy. No, no. Um, oh, boy. Um, no, I'm going to pass. I'm struggling with that one. No,
2: it's uh, Brian Pilkington. Yeah. Trevor Meredith. Ah, uh, No worries, no worries. Round seven looks at recent transfers. A bit more up to date for you. Which club released Scott Arfield immediately prior to him joining Burnley in 2013? Which club released Scott Arfield immediately before he joined Burnley in 2013? Huddersfield. It was Huddersfield Town for three points. Good one. And how well did that work out? Round (laughs) 8 is all about players who scored on their Burnley debut or only ever scored once for the club. We need to know which player scored on his debut against Sheffield Wednesday in August 2008. August 2008? No, pass. No, it's uh, Martin Patterson. Sean 4-1 at Hillsborough on the opening day wasn't the best of starts to that (laughs) team question nine third and final bonus round so it's worth double points two part question each worth three points two Burnley players scored hat-tricks during the calendar year of 2003 can you name them two Burnley players scored hat-tricks during the calendar year 2003
4: I'll say Gareth Taylor. He's correct. He's one of them, yeah. Yeah. Might be a bit late in the day, but maybe Andy Payton? It wasn't Pate, No, no. No. It it was a
2: toughie, that. A lad on loan, Delroy Facey. Gareth Taylor Against Watford when we lost 7-4 at home, April 2003. (laughs) And Facey got his hat-trick. He was on loan with us against Walsall. Again at home, 3-1. Final question. It's a name the year question. In which year did Burnley sign Paul Gascoigne?
4: That would have been... two thousand
2: what? 2000. And... 2000. So what have you gone for? 2001. You're going for 2001. Is that your final answer?
4: That's my final answer. I'm sticking with it.
2: Well, it's 2002. Oh, we do oh, one, one, year, one year out i want, want a point for one year out 2002 yeah. when joined us so it is <laughs> worth a point well done sean i'll take you're it you're out of your misery and dave they'll tell us how many you've scored
1: uh yeah totting up the points there sean you scored a respectable 19 points out of a possible 39 how does that sound
4: I'll t- well, thank you for you, thank you for the term respectable. I'll <laughs> I'll take that. I've not given myself in glory, but it's not a disaster, so I'll take that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're in the position where we're recording all the uh, contestants individually up front, so no one knows what anyone else has got. No one knows what the uh, uh, the score is needed to get through to the next round. What we're doing is we're recording all eight, and the top four contestants at the end of that will go through to the semi-final. So those that are listening along to the previous episodes and to this one might have an idea whether that's good enough or not. At this point in time, we can't say. Um, we'll give a summary when we've done our, all eight, and we'll know where we stand with um, with that, and who's going to get through to the uh, the semi-finals. So hopefully it wasn't uh, wasn't too traumatic an experience for you uh, today, Sean.
4: No, absolutely not. i some got, got some homework to go and do, but um, I, won't, I won't start prepping for the next round. I don't, I don't think that'll be needed. But no, it's been it's been great coming on. Thank you very much for that, Jen. I Good. really appreciate it. Cheers, Sean.
1: Good to no have you. On. Thank uh, you so- very much. Uh, so all that remains for me to do is to thank both of today's contestants. That's uh, Berrien and also Sean, and also our quizmaster Phil Bird. Uh, thanks also to Turf Moor Stadium announcer, Dominic Walker, for recording our Popemaster intros. And a special thanks, as usual, to our producer, Matt, uh, for all the work he does behind the scenes to edit and publish these podcast episodes. Uh, remember to tune in for our next episode. We'll be testing the knowledge of two more Burnley fans in the fourth and final episode for the quarterfinals. I've been Dave Roberts. This has been Popemaster from the No Never podcast. Until next time.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.